Jesus is so in love with you that he gave up his life for you. He is actually your prince, someone who cares dearly for you, right? He was whipped. He took those stripes for your healing. He was mocked, spit at. He went to hell for three days and rose again so that you could have eternal life. And so we can trust him. He's in love with us. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you that you did. You gave your life for us. You, you, you did everything possible for us to have good, abundant life. And we just want to take the time today to say we appreciate you and we thank you. And we give you all the glory for it. We didn't deserve it, but you loved us first. We thank you. You're so good to us. He, you know, he, he's so much in love with you. He, he looks out for you. I want to read to you um, Hebrews. I will not in any way fail you or give you up or leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless nor forsake you or let you down. Relax my hold on you, assuredly not. So take comfort and be encouraged. Confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? You know, we've been talking about how the enemy takes hold in your life. And he does that with fear, with worry. He tries to get you to worry about things and even create things that um, he lies to that are going to happen so that you tend to it. it and he, the intention is he wants to steal your faith. In Jesus, he, he wants you to depend on yourself and lose heart. And what did Jesus just say here? He's not going to leave you or forsake you. He loves you. He gave his life for you. He's your prince. You never have to worry about a thing because he cares for you that much. Cast all your care and anxieties and all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him because he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. He watches over you. He cares for you. He's never going to leave you or forsake you. And so when the enemy comes with that attack of worry, that, that cre thing he creates in your mind that's going to happen, his intention is try to, to get you to control it, to step away from your confidence in Jesus. He wants to occupy your temple, and he can do that with worry, if, if he can get you to worry. And so we have to be aware of his, his tactics. And when he comes with that anxiety to tempt you to worry, Philippians says, to not worry or, or fret about anything, but in everything, take it to the Lord. If he comes with an anxiety, all you have to do is say, Jesus, 
do I need to worry about this? And he's going to give you that comfort. He's your prince. He'll do anything for you. So he, he is leading you down that path of righteousness, which means you don't have to worry as long as you're following him. I didn't read all of what Hebrews says, but it says, let your character, your moral disposition be free from the love of money, including greed, lust, craving for earthly possessions. Be satisfied with your present circumstances, with what you have. For God himself has said, I will not in any way fail you or give, give you up or leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless nor forsake you or let you down. Relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. So take comfort and be encouraged and confidently boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear, dread, or be terrified. What can man do to me? And so when when the enemy comes with that worry, it, it's like, you know, it's the greed and the lust thing. He's, he's trying to get you to worry about your life, what you're going to wear, what you're going to drink, what you're going to eat, because it turns into that. When you start to try to take care of yourself, it turns into greed. It turns into a God before God. He's trying to pull you away from Jesus with that worry. And so be encouraged that when he comes with that worry, with that anxiety, when he, he tries to create that thing in your mind that um, pulls on your flesh to want to go and do something about it, resist him. Because the thing that he's creating in your mind isn't going to happen anyway. It's just a ploy to get you to walk out from that protection that you have. He's never going to leave you or forsake you. He loves you and he proved that. So you don't have to worry. Don't take the bait. Don't let him pull you away from Jesus by worrying about stuff and things. What you're going to eat. You know, the love of money. Craving desires for other things. He's not going to fail you. He said three times, I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless or forsake you. I relax my hold on you. And we read in Peter, he said he's watchfully casting the whole of your care on him. I cast my care on you, Lord. In the midst of that attack from the enemy to worry, I cast my care on you. I refuse to worry about the situation. And I thank you if there's anything I need to know or do that you would tell me. Cast all your, your care on him once and for all, for he cares for you affectionately. And be well balanced, sober of mind. Be vigilant, cautious at all times. Here's the key. First he tells you not to worry and then he says, says why? Because the enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion, a roaring lion in fierce hunger, seeking someone he can devour. And he can devour you if he can get you to worry. 
Because if you're worrying, you're, you don't have faith in your prince. And Jesus is jealous when you don't believe him. When you worry, you don't believe him. He said, if you love me, you'll obey me. In other words, if you love me, you'll believe me. He loved you first. Love him. Prove that you love him by believing what he did for you. Trust him. Withstand him, the enemy. Withstand him. Be firm in faith against his onset. Rooted, established, strong, immovable, and determined. I refuse to worry. I am not going to worry about this situation. I am not giving in to your lie. You are not controlling me. You are not going to occupy my temple, Satan. Knowing that the same identical sufferings are appointed to your brotherhood, the whole body of Christians throughout the world. You're not the only one he's trying to overtake with anxiety, with worry, the cares of the world, lust of the flesh, even offense. If someone hurts, you don't worry about it because it's your lifestyle to forgive. And, and it's a ploy from the enemy to try to control you, to come and live inside your temple and control you. And Jesus and him can't live there at the same time. And we talked about that. When, when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, then those rooms are all swept clean for him to occupy no one else. You're not going to let anyone else come in. It's just you and him. No strangers. You're not going to be dating other men or women. Nothing else is going to come between you and Jesus. Only he can occupy your temple. And you decide that. No, you're not invited. It's me and Jesus. I resist you. I, I refuse to worry. I refuse that sin that you're tempting me with. I'm not going to sin. I've been set free from sin. Jesus lives on the inside of me. I don't have to sin anymore. He empowers me to resist. So flee. Submit to God. Resist the enemy, and he's going to take off. And just make sure when he comes back, he roams around, can't find anywhere to go. So he comes back. Everything's swept and clean and not even occupied. And so he comes back with even with seven more demons, I believe. And the state of that person is worse than before. You taste Jesus. And then you just let that go. How can you do that? He's your prince. He's the groom. He's the king. He's the king of kings and lord of lords. And he's saying, will you marry me? 
May I occupy your temple? Yes, Lord. Then you need to keep that temple holy and free from evil, free from the evil one. Don't let him occupy your temple, your mind, your actions, your thoughts. Don't let him put any evil thoughts in your head. As soon as they come, and he's going to try to do that, you say, no, I am not thinking that. As soon as he talks to you, tell him to shut up and leave. Don't acknowledge him. Just ignore him. Tell him no, and then ignore him. Don't even let him move you. He's going to come with all kinds of ideas and things to try to occupy your temple. And he does that to, like, things he knows you like. He wants you to love it and love it more than God. And so he comes with these ideas that will, that will come in between you and Jesus. Things that he's going to try to get you eventually to put first. Usually get up in the morning and you pray and you're with God. And then all of a sudden he gives you this idea to run out and do this or go do this instead. Oh, you got to quick do this. He creates that thing in your mind to try to get you to go do something other than have that time with Jesus so you can have peace, joy, so you can stay committed to him, so you have that power to resist. Don't give in to him. He's a liar. You have to put Jesus first. First. He's first. No one else, just Jesus. No one else. No one. It's just him. If you have kids or something, then you're going to have to get up earlier. So it's him first. Don't sleep in. Get up and make sure you put him first. Then there's time for other things. He put you first. He adores you. He said he's never going to leave you or forsake you. No, never, 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 never. He's committed to you. So how can we, how can we not be committed to him? And really, in, this, in such a time as this, there's not even time for any compromise because it's time to choose. Do you love him or don't you? You're going to heaven or you're going to hell? You're going to serve him or the enemy? Is Jesus going to occupy your temple or is the enemy? Don't even give him a chance. You have authority over him. If you want to live with Jesus forever, you got to make a choice. You got to choose Jesus now before it's too late. And don't go back and forth. What did Jesus say? The state of the man will be worse than before. And if you think you got it bad now and you turn away from Jesus, if you're thinking on those things, that's when you're going to start thinking you got it bad and you got to worry. And it's because you've been listening to the enemy. And when you give in 
Things are going to get worse than they were before because he's going to torment you. He's going to harass you. You're going to be living in oppression. You're going to be depressed. You're not even going to be able to get out of bed in the morning. Think on these things, whatever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report. Let me read this to you. Do not have any anxiety about anything in every circumstance and everything by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God and God's peace shall be yours. Go to him right away. That tranquil state of soul assurance of salvation through Christ, fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot whatsoever it is. We just read that in Peter. You got to be content. Don't let him use the lust of the flesh. Don't let him use wantoness. Jesus is what you want. And everything else will be added to you. Not first. As the, the enemy wants you to have it first. And Jesus second. But that doesn't work that way. It has to be first. This is how you get the peace. That tranquil state of mind. That contentment. In the midst of chaos. You're content. Because you got Jesus. He assured you. You know he's not going to leave you or forsake you. He's not going to leave you without. So, so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever that sort that is, that peace, which transcends all understanding, shall garrison and mount and guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That peace. How'd you get that? I sat with Jesus. I took my care to him. And he said he'd never leave me or forsake me. I love him. He's always taking care of me. I don't have to worry. He's always there. Watchfully looking over me. He's got his eye on me. There's nothing I need to worry about. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to worry. He loves me. He'll never leave me or forsake me. He's looking over me. He's watching over me. That's the attitude you got to have. That's the knowing you got to have. Go to him. He's in love with you. He truly is. He's in love with you. So if you want him to be your king, your prince, that person that's going to look over you all the time, then I want to pray with you right now. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for taking care of us. Thank you that when we believe you and we, when we heed to your voice, you said that you would come and live on the inside of us. And so we receive you now. We receive you. We thank you that we can live a worry-free life. We love you. Take over, Jesus. Just take over. We depend on you. We rely on you. We love you. We give you all the praise, all the glory. I hope you did that today. Just let him take care of you. It's easy. The enemy is just going to flee. Just have that childlike faith. Just know that he's there for you and he's watching over you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Just believe that. Sit with him every day so he can comfort you. So he can give you that peace that passes all understanding. 
so you can be content no matter what it seems like. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.